Okay, hi guys. So today is Thursday, August 10th. I know these days are kind of weird, but pretty much it's always Wednesday or Thursday when something comes out. Um, so originally, you know, we made this weekly, but there's just been a lot going on. So I think we're going to be bi-weekly for right now, but there's a lot coming up in the next couple weeks. So maybe it will be weekly. I have no idea. You know, that's why you're subscribed. So you always get the alert. Um, I just wanted to address something really quick before I get into talking about who my guest is today um <coughs> oh my gosh I've been like getting over being sick so that's why I sound like this and that's why you'll hear me randomly coughing in the segment but um you know I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this you know I know some of you are our friends you're maybe found us on SoundCloud maybe you know us through the cab interview but then I also, you know, know that some of you maybe don't like me, and that's fine, but, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to listen, but what I don't appreciate is people listening to this show just to go put bring something back to somebody, you know, it, it, it really doesn't have to be that way, like, honestly, if you're ever bothered by something that's talked about on this, you can message us or email us or address it. I mean, you know, we are very open. That That's for sure. And I don't always agree with everything that is said on here by my guests, but you know what? It's freedom of speech. And I, I feel like when certain people go as far as getting outside parties involved and then they're going to like sit there and pretend like they've never heard this show before, or, you know, they're going to go kiss ass of other people. You know, it's like, you don't, you don't need to do that. I was originally this week going to have a girl and guy episode because there's a lot of topics that I've been wanting to talk about. But fortunately, we couldn't record last night. So to put the negative comment aside, um, my guest this week is my father. <laughs> So, um, my dad is Paul, and if you have not met Paul, I'm very sorry. My dad is, I, like, I don't even have the correct adjectives to describe him. He's a hoot. He is one hell of a hoot, and he's life of the party, and he has the coolest job, and he, like, my, my dad is just amazing, and he loves everybody, and everybody loves him. Like, even if you hate me, you can't hate Paul. Like, I don't know anyone that's never been able to hate Paul. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> so, anyways, coming up this month, we actually, uh, my dad talks about it, but at the end of the month, I'm going to be coming from this concert with a bunch of rock musicians, and there's a golf tournament, and there's all this stuff, and he'll talk about it later in the episode. Um, hopefully next week, you know, I'll be able to do my boy-girl episode, and you know, we're getting into football season. I literally draft two leagues on Sunday. And I can only imagine how that'll go. So maybe I'll have a story. <laughs> so, okay, guys. Thank you again for always listening. Every week or every other week or, you know, all in one day. Whatever you do. So subscribe, leave a comment, and enjoy the episode. Was that how? Hi. Hello. Okay, so who are you? My name is Paul Lester. I am the father of the a podcast uh, 
lady. Okay, and where where do you live? What do you do for a living? I'm a photographer. I have been all my life. I don't. I, it's kind of strange how it happened. I guess I years and years ago. I guess it started about in 19. I graduated high school in 1967. Don't do the math. About 1970. I decided that this is somewhere and something that I wanted to do and my father who was in the entertainment business kind of said yeah we've got a couple of gigs for you and I got started and when I was about 18 years old they took me to Hawaii for the very first time and I remember that I really didn't have much of an idea on how to shoot pictures but I learned real quick and for the most part um, that's the thing I've been doing all my life. It's worked out to be pretty good. Okay, so like, but but what like what kind of photography do you do? Well, let the people know how cool you are. I, I'm not that cool unless you like golf. That's not true. If you like, that's not true. If you don't you, give yourself enough credit. Well, I appreciate that, but if you like golf, then I get to hang around with some pretty pretty cool people. In fact, between you and me. Because no one's supposed to know this, but coming up on Saturday night, we have a big, big, major job, and and the celebrity guest that's going to be there is my good friend, Mark Wahlberg. And uh, nobody knows about that except for you guys now, so there's a (laughs) little special little uh, When's that? That's going to be Saturday night. Where? At Riviera Country Club. Oh, so you can't get in anyways, so who cares? Well... I mean, you know, I'm sure you'll be there helping me. No, I have plans. I'm very, very sorry. You have plans. On Saturday night. And you're not going to help your poor old father. No, I'm a busy But hopefully you'll help me Friday. Because we have 312 young golfers we need to photograph. That's way too many people. But it's, um, it's been a great life, and Jilly's been a big part of it. And in fact, one time... I remember that we were doing the skins game for Merrill Lynch and the lady there told me what a great job your daughter did in helping and without her we couldn't have done it. And Jillian (laughs) was only, let's see, you're probably 10 years ago. So how old were you, 16? Yeah. Maybe somewhere around there? No, if I, 10 years ago, I was 17. Yeah, well, at your most, you were 16, 17 years old, and you did a great job. And I was proud of you because you're my daughter. Oh, thanks. We've had some great, great, great times on things I've done. I mean, I've been very, very fortunate. So tell us, like, something scandalous that you've seen. Oh, scandalous. Well, (laughs) you know, as we say, when I got started in the business, it didn't matter if you were photographing Gone with the Wind or stick them up, 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 <laughs> where I started my life. What did you start your life doing? Well, I started doing <laughs> some off-color movies that you the video wasn't even thought of back then. <laughs> so if you wanted to see the movies, so you can't I find made, it on like Pornhub or um, RedTube. Well, we didn't shoot it for that because back then <laughs> the only way you could go to see it was at a uh, place like in Van Nuys at some seedy bar or something like that. But hey, you know, you had a still, like we say, you had to focus them, frame them, and film them, no matter what the uh, content was. Did you have a nice time? We had a great time. Um, 
you know, afterwards it was fun. But then, you know, we had like, we worked long, long hours. And I remember a couple of jobs, we worked so many hours. It was like a 20 hour day. And the only thing we got was like Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know. So, That's it? So things have changed a little bit now, me working at wonderful country clubs. Um, but oh, yeah. it was a great way to learn. And uh, you got to learn more than making movies. All right. That's we say. So I think like in relation to that, can you please tell my listeners your story about the strip club? <laughs> And oh, the, the driving club. away. <laughs> well, one time my friend and I, I was going through a relationship kind of sort of breakup that wasn't exactly perfect. And my friend Stan, I'll leave no more last name, who was the photographer for um, the uh, golf tour and myself were over in Hawaii photographing an event. Just the two of us. And... Um, we, at that point, he was going through a, a split up himself. And so at night, we would go out and have a good time. Well, I was working this one night. I always remember I was photographing Kenny Loggins. And when it was over, he came and picked me up in the Mustang convertible. We were all of that. And we had to be at work the next day at like 6.30 in the morning. But that didn't stop us from going to the strip club. <laughs> So we go to the strip club, and we're thinking that those girls that we had seen the night before, now mind you, I don't even go to strip clubs. I didn't care about them. I don't care about them, and I probably never go to another one. Oh, but please. We thought that these girls liked us, which is one of the great hoots of all times, and anybody that thinks they go to a strip club, and, those, girl, and those girls like them, <laughs> likes them is a bunch of horseshoe. Because you know, oh, you can just, cuss on this. It's just, fine. Oh, can you? Yeah, you can horse say horse shit, shit. Yeah, because they're trying to get in your wallet. Well, this particular time, Stan and I go in there, and I see this girl who I think liked me. And she's like, "Oh, you're back," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." So they sit down with me, Stan, and these two girls sit down at our table, and I made them this. This is years ago. This is 1999. And I give them my credit card. Well, we're They don't even that. take credit cards. They took credit cards at this place. Interesting. Okay. And every drink they ordered, that's back when I was drinking and doing everything nasty. Not, not anymore, but I was. <laughs> and every drink just kept piling up and piling up. Well, we thought we were going to have a good old time when they got off work. Because they told us, oh, yeah, we'll get off work and you guys follow us over. And we're thinking, Stan and I, because we hadn't had any for a long time, we're going to get laid by these strippers and, like, it was going to be the greatest thing ever. Well, finally, the night rolls on. And, again, we had to be to work at, like, 7 a.m. the next day and start photographing professional golfers, uh, the likes of Tiger Woods, BFF. Uh, you know, uh, Joanna Jillian's best buddy. Oh, so yeah. Fred couples, you know, and these type of people that Jillian knows. So, now the night's getting later. Of course, they don't get off till 2 in the morning. But we're thinking everything's good. We're at this table, and they've got their arm, their hands underneath the table. And they're fooling around with us. And we're thinking, man, this is going to be the greatest. Well, cut to the chase. It gets to be about 1.30 in the morning. We're tired. But we're thinking, hey, this is our big chance. 
So I look at Stan, I go, hey, and the girls go, two in the morning, we're going to check out and then we'll meet you. Well, about 1.30, I get the bill. The bill <laughs> is like $430. Like, what the fudge? $430. Each drink was like $30. What did you drink? I don't know what like I drank. Like 1942? I have no idea what I drank. All I know is whatever I drank, the bill was a billion dollars. So I tell Stan, all right, go get the car, and we're going to meet these girls around front. Right? <laughs> I pay the bill. I'm pissed about that. I know I got to go to work the next day, but hey, what the hell? I'm sure mom's loving hearing this upstairs. Yeah, well, your mom, <laughs> you know, what the heck? I, I, I'm pretty open with all We love stories. Robin. Yeah, we love Robin. <laughs> I still love Robin. Hey, you know, we're still great friends. So... <laughs> I tell Stan, get the car and meet me around front and I'll make sure these girls. So here we go. Here they come. They get out. They're in the same car. They pull out in front of us. Follow us. Me and Stan are right behind him in the Mustang convertible that he rented because he wanted to be all that as a single guy. And we start following these girls at like 1.45, 2 in the morning. And they get to this stop sign. And a, and a stop light where it was the light to make a left. I'll never forget it like it was yesterday. And all of a sudden, they take off and make the left <laughs> and punch it. And we're waiting for the light to turn because we didn't want to, you know, go on a red light. Never saw them again. We never found them. They ditched us. The moral of the story and the bottom Strip line. Strip club love is not real love. We spent a billion dollars on two freaking hookers that all they were trying to do was drive the price up on that credit card, which they did successfully. We hobbled into work the next day on a golf course in Hawaii that were up and down the hills. We could hardly even walk. We got giant boners because we couldn't use them. And <laughs> That was it. What a story. Thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. And whenever I see my, my friend Stan, who's now happily married, and I'm happily with my friend Brenda uh, for 17 plus years, uh, we laugh about it. <laughs> and I always laugh about something that we will never do again. Well, what's funny though? And I've never walked in one of those places. You've never walked and into a strip never, club? Never, and I never will again. Bull. Never. Why? Because they got the last fucking penny I'll ever give them. <laughs> no, see, when we would go and, like, Aviv will go to these strip clubs. And it'll be like, oh, my God, like, this girl, oh, she gave me her phone number, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, because you just paid her. And then, like, the two girls that uh, Aviv had relations with from the strip club, they ended up being hookers. Of course. <laughs> and went after him for money. Of course. I remember one time when I was on, uh, before I met your mother, that's how long ago it was, me and Dennis Glass, good-looking guy. Shout out to Dennis Bond Glass. Denny Glass. Is he alive? Yes, he is. Oh, that's good. Barely, but he is alive. <laughs> and Denny Glass and I are in Bill Rachel's 240 Mercedes-Benz. 240, you know, the big uh, coupe. That was unbelievable. No, a sports car. And he loaned it to us. We drove to Palm Springs, picked up these two girls, brought them back to our apartment. 
had a night and a half with them. It was a great night. What's a night and a half? A uh, night and a morning with them. Oh, my God. Switch it up. It was like a porno movie. Oh, everybody that... had everybody. Oh, good for you. And all they wanted was money for cocaine. Yeah. And then when they found out. That seems out, also very common now, too. And then they found out that I had a Volkswagen and Denny Glass didn't even have a car because we borrowed the Mercedes. That was all we found from them because all they wanted was money for cocaine. And that was back in 1978. Was that when you were experimenting on the on, on the on Yeah, the, I on never the ski did slope? much. <laughs> you know what I did a lot of. But now, you know, I've been straight and for so many years now. And it's a good thing because I guess I did my, my money's worth and my, uh, my limit during the 60s and the 70s. Okay, so... And the 80s and the 90s and a little 2000s. So I almost want to ask mom about this too. Hold on, I'm going to see if I can get her down here. Okay, so we got her to come downstairs. So, okay, say your name. Who are you? I'm Robin, your mother. Yeah, she is. Yay! <laughs> okay, so like, I'm just going to ask the both of you this because you're both in front of me. And like, I mean, obviously... Okay, so my parents have been divorced for like ever. Are we still divorced? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's questionable sometimes. So, I mean, a lot of people like ask, you know, like how is it that your parents can like be that way and divorce, but no one believes that you guys are divorced. So how do you guys think that you were able to keep your relationship the way it is? Uh, well, one main answer. No, not, don't blame me. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, don't, well, don't, don't blame me. You. But, but even did, like did a lot say, of people, but did even you say, don't blame me. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, oh. don't say me because even a lot of well, people, no, you're the common denominator. Well, I know I am, but I mean like also a lot of my friends who have divorced parents, like, I mean, I don't know if that's a wise. Oh, uh, here's a good reason why I think it is. Because she's so lovely. Well, no, I think we're both always of good friends and yeah. we're involved business-wise too. And I think so, that we know that the better way to go is to get along rather than have any... It's better that we have a good relationship than a bad one. Who wants an ugly relationship? I, I, you know, we're both... You know, no one wants that. So we have a good relationship. We always have. And when things get a little sour, you know, it... Uh, doesn't take long to get over it. We but I feel like with that. every relationship, shit goes wrong. Like, even, like, friends fight. Like, in a loving relationship, you fight. Like, no one doesn't fight. Like, yeah. I don't have one friend that I haven't fought with. Well, maybe. Well, we have you a know, like, 2%. Wait, where are you going? No, no, come back. No, no, no. Everyone, Robin. 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 Bye-bye, Robin. Oh, she left us to go work. But now, one, I swear, one day I'll get her to talk. That's why we get along, because I keep working. <laughs> what? How sad about it? But I mean, you know, there are, you know, certain stories, certain things that are always kind of funny and cute. You know... Arnold Palmer, who is one of our great people that, that Jillian knew as well. And unfortunately, we lost Arnie, but he was great. And I always remember this one line that the people love, especially your audience. Um, he was love that vodka. You know, he was a Mr. Kettle One guy for sure. So whenever we'd be doing photos, you know, especially at night at the, uh, 
at the entertainment part of the thing, not off the golf course, which I do a lot of. And Arnie would line up and we would bring each guest in and take a picture. And Arnie was drinking the vodkas pretty good. And whenever we would come across a good looking girl or a couple of girls, I would always kind of goof around with the camera like I had a load film or something. That was back in the film days. Oh, and that was the worst. Arnie would love Do you remember it. that one time I used to take the film when I was young and yeah. I would pull it apart and yeah. like, I didn't even know. Not I didn't good. know that I wasn't supposed yeah. to. Jillian pulled the film out and... Uh, the whole job was ruined! Yeah, not good, but uh, yeah, you learn. But anyway, and then one of the great lines, I'll never forget Arnold there, and the lady coming up to him, the uh, hostess or the, you know, the waitress girl, Oh, Mr. Palmer, would you like another kettle one? And the best line I ever heard, he goes, Sure, but don't throw away the ice. It's already broken in. Which is one of the great lines of all times. In huh. other words, don't throw the ice away. The vodka was already in there, mixed in with the ice, just pour it right on top. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. weird. And Artie was one of the great drinkers and one of the great human beings, and, you know, we know that. Yeah. And well, there's always some great times, you know, and, and uh, but Jillian's always been a big helper. And uh, I remember the time that... Uh, we sent Jillian in on a um, on a job, and uh, what happened that time, Jillian, that we sent you out? I didn't know where we were going. I thought we were going to one one job I got kicked out of. Yeah, <laughs> that was a rough one. Uh, we, we did this job for this particular... We won't say the name. No, and, and we're shooting away, and I put Jillian up on top to eat dinner, and she's having a, you know, and the lady I work for, she likes... And I didn't much. even know that, I, I didn't know who she was. Right, Jillian didn't know who she was, but she ended up being my boss and like a vice president there. So I come to find out later, the next morning, the lady comes and sees me like 6.30 in the morning. Jillian's in the hotel room getting ready to come and help me. And by that, I was... Laying in bed, ordering room service. Yeah. Waiting for it to be like 11. <laughs> so, I ask, I don't think Jillian should come today, the lady says to me. I go, what, what do you mean? Well, I guess she wrote something on a phone that, my, that one of my associates saw calling me a bitch. <laughs> and I said, what? She was there a bitch. There is no way that that happened. Well, I know she's not going to lie. So after I interrogate my daughter, she <laughs> comes up with what, Jilly? I did type it. And how did that happen? And our listeners would like to know how this came down. And th I don't know who looked at my phone. And but what did you write? I wrote, this woman's a bitch. And somebody sitting next to you eating dinner looked over at your phone. Okay. And saw you wrote, this woman's a bitch. And I could have been talking about any woman. Right. But she figured it was her. It probably, yeah. And she told this lady, who's the lady I answered to. I remember when they called her name out, when they were like, okay, please welcome our president. And she stood up and my face was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, this is his boss. Oh my God. I just lost the job. No more free lays. Yeah. Or Pepsi. Oh my God. The Pepsi big sponsor is a major account. So anyway, the lady ended up loving me but never invited Jillian back and told her, please don't bring her that day. 
So we had to go around and do it without her. And of course, that's one that luckily it's over now. The lady's okay with it and all that. But I, I have not been back. But I don't think Jillian's being invited back to that. But. You know what? I work for a lot of people you know what, that though? way. I don't care because the day before is when we were in Las Vegas for Derek Jeter. And that's when I met Michael Jordan. And it was awesome. And who else did you meet? Russell Wilson. Right. My best friend. I love him so much. Well, they were wonderful to you and Michael Jordan. Ludacris. Oh, my God. Michael Jordan's like, he, he like, loves you, too. Uh, Michael Jordan. I, they, they, I, they, never mind. I'm not, him. I'm not going to hate on people. I love Michael I'm not going to hate on people in the work field. Well, but some people are really fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rite Aid is one we like. Oh, my God. And even a couple of those people are a little. I got to tell you. I can't, I can't hate on Rite Aid because it's a free trip to Vegas with like benefits. With like five of our friends, my friends, we all work all day. But this year, like, I mean, God bless Rachel because like it, you know, she walked up to Rachel and like told them, "You guys can't, like, we can't be here." But I know that we should have waited, and whatever, it was fine. Well, and like year, again, I don't hate on anyone because it's always a good trip. We always have a great time. Yeah, and all your listeners out there, please come. We can always use helpers. Yeah, if you want a free trip to Las Vegas, enter our contest. <laughs> yeah, so it's at the know, end of March. You have to do a little work, but Phil, shout out to Doug. Phil was there. Phil, Phil saved the day. Yeah, Phil, Phil brought band aids, so Sarah was like the happiest person. Phil's a great. Oh my God, Phil literally saved the so day. We, we had a, that's a great. And we went to Britney too. Spears. We went to Britney Spears. We did, and it was awesome. And we stood up and danced and yelled, and we had a great time. Yeah, we. Britney did. was really good. I mean, she looked like a pea. Well, but from where our seats were, she looked like a pea. Yeah, but you still had a great time. You were like traveling from seat like the, across the aisle. I had a it great time. It was so funny. But uh, generally, that's about it. You know, my, my uh, you work with a lot of famous people. I do. I'm lucky, you who, know, and I know a lot of good people that I. That who's I deal like with. your favorite famous person that you've gotten to meet or like work with? Um, let's see. Like in your whole life, it could be anyone. It could be an athlete. It could be a singer, actor, anybody. Oh, let's see. I would say that that would probably be... I'm pretty good friends with Robbie Krieger. Well, I feel like you are going to say that. Yeah, you know, for being just a regular guy and friends with the guy who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and that wrote Light My Fire and all that, you know, I would say probably he's one of my good friends, that's for sure. Um, I have a lot of acquaintances that I see that, that are that I think are friendly and I, that I'm friendly with. Um, uh, a couple of... Uh, but who's like your favorite person that you've like worked with or for? And they just left like, a, like, like God, that guy was really cool. Like, you were much better than I thought you were. Um, probably Samuel Jackson. Okay. Samuel I never Jackson. got to go to those ones. I like Samuel Jackson a lot. He's very cool. I like... Uh, you know, Cheech yeah. is really cool. George Lopez. So that, that, George Lopez. That's the best tournament. Well, yeah. Lopez is one of my regular guys because we talk about 
And, and like a lot of those kind of guys, when I see them, we go off the path of being entertainers and always on, and we start talking about other private things. Uh, like for instance, why did he get the, why did George get the boot when he was the host of one of the PGA Tour events? Um, when I see Kevin Nealon, who I love to death, we don't talk about comedy and all that, we talk about our hips. And we talk about, uh, like, like he calls Your me... Your hip replacements. Hip replacements. And he calls me his, uh, uh, his uh, what, what was the thing, about the, the torn bicep, the biceptual friend. Oh, my God. Don't mind me. How's your biceptual? Because I, I had the bicep, ruptured bicep, and he had the same thing. So we talk about other things other than what other people talk about. So... When I see these people, that's what I like to talk about other than what fans talk about. Well, yeah. And so I think that that's what's made my relationship with these people, with Tiger, you know. I feel like Tiger's a little different because you had the chance to completely out him for money and you didn't. Yeah. Uh, what was that? When he cheated on his wife with like 12 girls. Well, I, I'll tell you the truth. Many of us that dealt with them as close as we dealt with them did not know. We did not know. I, did, had, it's, it's like I had people come to me and ask me, you know, maybe I knew more information than they did, but we really did not know any of that. It was so strange at the time. But, you know... Well, I remember it was around the time of the Sherwood event. Right. And we got there, and we were all looking around like, okay, who are the girls here for Tiger? Well, not only that event, but when it was real big was when we were at the Trump National. Which, oh, I didn't know. I didn't go to that one. Yeah, you did. You oh, I did? Down, you know, with Trump No, National I went was. to Sherwood. Yeah, but when... The only time I ever went to Trump was for Dodgers and Ryan Checkler. Oh. That was it. I so never weird. went there for anything PGA-related. It smells like cat litter. And another great The friend. Trump golf course smells like cat litter. Like, if you ever happen to, like, walk there and you walk into the hallway where, like, the bathrooms are and, like, the dining room, yeah. it smells like cat litter. Does that have anything to do with President Trump? No, because this was years ago. This oh, was before okay. he even probably thought about running, whatever. Okay. I, I don't... I don't discuss that on here, but okay, good. I'm just saying it smells like fucking cat litter. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, but yeah, no, I would say that like you, you definitely witnessed some very crazy things. Like the first Ryan Sheckler event was in Orange County yeah. and it was like him and like Brody Jenner and like Chris Judd and all these people. And they were getting so drunk that they were flipping the golf carts over. Right. And driving on the greens yeah. and the tees. And then Swayze and Cisco Yeah, and he's like telling us to like and the little come guy. smoke weed with him. And I'm like, oh my God, and my a, life. And a Vern Troyer, mini meme. Vern. Vern. Yeah. Is he still alive? Vern? Yeah, he's yeah. right. I, yeah, I think I he's think alive. Yes, he good old Vern. He was there. Was, he has like his only custom golf cart. Yeah, that was a really a cool tournament. Really. And then really they moved cool. it to like Texas. Yeah, that was a cool event, and you know, uh, real fun, but. Those guys were, you know, like Tattoo City, and those were all X Games. Mm -hmm. And so they showed the up, and they didn't care. They just were having a good time. Everyone just wanted to drink. <laughs> and Tony Sheckler was a really nice kid. Yeah. But uh, not a kid anymore. I know. 
But we've uh, we have definitely done some really fun events. I feel like we've witnessed a lot of like shady things too, like like when I caught Derek Lowe cheating on his wife, They're, and then a oh, month wow. later it came out, and I freaking knew it. I knew it. I literally said, "I'm like those two are a couple," and like he is definitely wearing a ring. And sure enough, came out that he was cheating on his wife, and I was like, "Boom! I could have made so much money if I left that out." Girl. Yeah, they got married, and she got kicked off Fox Sports Net or whatever. Fox oh Sports yeah, West. Now, who is Derek? Carolyn, Lowe? I loved her. Who's Derek Lowe? Well, for the he crowd. pitched. The oh, crowd. sorry. Okay, so Derek Lowe, he pitched um, the game that the Red Sox won. Not, not like Kurt Schilling when his sock was bleeding, but. Derek was a starting uh, pitcher, and then the year after the Boston Red Sox won, he came to pitch for the Dodgers. Right. And he was so drunk the day of the golf tournament that he peed right in front of me. Oh. It was really awkward because I really had to go, but I, I'm not lucky enough to just be able to pee anywhere. It's really not fair, and that's why I hate all you men. You guys can pee wherever you need to pee. That's true. In fact, I peed just the other day. Uh, I had to go bad and I was at the... I remember when you told us that. <laughs> yeah, I was peed in front of the thing going, oh my God, this could be the end of my it's career. It's only like 50 grand to like be a member. Yeah. Let me urine. Well, I get to hang around some good places. In fact, um, I'm I was wearing... going to ask, have you ever gone to any like cool houses, like anyone's house? Oh yeah. The, the coolest one that I got to, uh, just went to, because he just bought it on the third tee on the third fairway of Bel Air Country Club is the Target guy. The Target guy that's got three times back. Yeah, he doesn't. Guy. It's not even at Target anymore. Well, uh, I think I saw a sign that's, well, but it's not. Something his. got pulled from Target. I don't know what did. But he is a great young guy who I've enjoyed over the years, and he's now got a big line of golf stuff that Bubba Watson uses, and he had a big party, and I went over there the other day, and I'm pretty good friends with him, and. That was a really nice house. That was up top. And then we went, remember we went to Wayne Gretzky's house. I never did. You never went to that? No. But I covered an event at Wayne Gretzky's house at? I'm not gonna say where. Well, you can't get in it, but it, it, it's, it's like a, an off area in LA, but like towards the valley. Yeah. Britney Spears lives there too. Oh yeah, I saw where her and her mom lives too, yeah. Right. And who? There's a bunch. That's where uh, I think we're um, our boy from the Greetings Clearwater. Oh, yeah. John, John Fogarty. Fogarty. I'm yeah. like, I can't think. Okay. Because I see a lot of people up there. Uh, Rob Regal, I think, might live. Yeah. But then you get a lot of really random people at, like, Braemar. Well, Braemar, you know, it's a whole different. I love Braemar. Shout out to Braemar. I love it there so much like that i already said that that's where i'm gonna join yeah well it's a it's a nice place and then when i'm like rich as f it's not high end i'll go to riviera <laughs> yeah right it's not high end like riviera and bel-air and la and all that now the reason never why we're talking LA. golf and country clubs is because that's where i hang around but um the rock and roll circuit, Jillian. Oh, Lester. I was going to say, tell us about like, okay, so a lot of people that, obviously like a large portion of the people that listen to my show are my friends. Right. But, um. And my friends In a few too. weeks, we're actually going to be coming from a certain event that's going on. But I wanted, so, so this event is our, t the 10th one. So why don't you tell us 
what it's about and who and who is oh. uh, who who is performing. Okay. Because uh, we there's new names. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm very involved. I started an event um, that at that point was for Pat Tillman, who is the gentleman that was a football player and joined the army and uh, in the. Um, and the uh, sharpshooters, uh, and he got killed in Afghanistan. And uh, I think everybody knows that story. If you don't, you can look it up. Guy's name is Pat Tillman. Anyway, my friend Scott Medlock, who's a uh, artist, and Robbie Krieger, we decided we wanted to do an event, a golf event. So ten years ago, because I do so many of them, photography-wise, but I've never been on the board. So I thought, you know, yeah, that sounds cool. So anyway, we started this event for the Pat Tillman Foundation, and we did about four of those, and we had an all-star concert led by Robbie Krieger of The Doors and all his friends, and then we played golf, and we raised a little bit of money. <laughs> all of a sudden, we decided not to do it for them anymore, and Scotty had become friends with the people from St. Jude Children's Hospital which is an unbelievable, unbelievable group that I'm sure you know of. So we started having a concert and a golf tournament and the proceeds went to St. Jude. And myself and Robbie and Scotty and we got some of our other friends and we started having a great time and we had all kinds of cool people there. We've had Gene Simmons, we've had um, uh, Alex Lifeson from Rush, uh, Gene Simmons, of course. Um, we have our friend Tommy. Tommy Thayer. Yeah. Who comes every year? Um, uh, you know, except for when they're on the road. When they're on the road working, obviously they can't come because they. they uh, <coughs> I'm dying. I'm sorry. Volunteer their time. This year is our tenth annual, and on August 27th, Damn. which is Sunday night. Day after my daughter's birthday, um, we <laughs> are having, and all that fun stuff. having our concert, and the concert's going to take place up at the. So Rock. it's it, it's Saddle Rock. It's Saddle right Rock. across from Malibu Wines. It's basically like if you've ever been on the Malibu Wine Safari, it's where you go from. It's where like all the animals are. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. So, so we yeah, are going to have be a there. concert there Sunday night. Normally we have it all on the same day. This year we're going to have it on Sunday night the concert and Monday the golf tournament at North Ranch. But the country club, the, the concert, which is going to be up there, is going to be amazing. We are going to have Danny Serafin, who is in the Hall of Fame, the original drummer of Chicago. Jason Sheff, who was the um, singer and bass player for years of Chicago. And they are going to bring their band and they are going to play a lot of Chicago music. Then you're going to have on there also um, David Sykes from Boston. He comes and plays. You're going to have Tommy Thayer from Kiss. And then they, I also heard we, on there. We might have Gene Simmons. Yeah, I heard that they said he might come. We might have Gene Simmons. We're hoping we have Jack Black, who, by the way, is a wonderful, nice person who came last year, no, two, he came years two years ago. ago yeah. And he liked to play and sing with Robbie. And he sang a couple of really cool door songs. So we hope Jack Black comes. Then our new people that are coming, beside the doors themselves, you know, well, the door, if you count Robbie Krieger, <laughs> and his band, they come and they'll, they'll play a bunch of door songs and they're fantastic. And then 
We have a couple of new people this year, and our big person that's coming that we can't wait is Nancy Williams from Hart. Wilson. Wilson, sorry. <laughs> Nancy Wilson from Hart. Oh, we're really excited. I'm so about excited for that. There. That'll be fantastic. And our special secret guest is we are all going to have a thorough good time, <laughs> and we're all going to be. <laughs> saying that I'm going to be liable. Say the, the song? Bones. And, and I bad, think it's going to be very good. Bad uh, Bones. It's going to be it's going to be really bad to the bone, the, the, the concert. And his entire band. Please support this event for St. Jude. It's not cheap, but you get all the food. You get drinks, a concert, like, drinks. You get a concert that will blow your mind. And we don't have a time limit. Which time. is awesome, and it's really it's fun. Go all night, beautiful location. And continue celebrating my birthday. Right, so please come to it, and it's for St. Jude. And if you need more information, look under Krieger, K-R-I-E-G-E-R, -E -E which is Robbie, Krieger Medlock, M-E-D-L-O-C-K. That's all you got to put on Google, it'll pop up, or just call me or write to me or to Jillian. So, it's very exciting. I know it would be cool if we could... And well, and plus we have a ton of celebrities that come to that. Yeah, too. it's really it's, it's just cool, and I'm interested in seeing how this year is going to be. Yeah. Especially because like, I love the Malibu wine setting, and I know that you got to go out there, but yeah. you got to meet Stanley. Yeah. That's not nice. I haven't met him yet. Nice people. Stanley's the giraffe. It's at like, Malibu Wines. It's like going to. I went to South Africa and went out the official safari. I've gone. Yeah. And this is like it. You go yeah. out there and there's all these animals. It's like, what? So uh, I don't know where they came from and how they got them out there. And Who cares? How they got the permits to have these the things bachelor, out there. Yeah. But they do. They yeah. brought it from the bachelor house up the street. So it's really fun. And uh, hopefully everybody will be there. And. Uh, we hope to get Chris Harrison there this year, as a matter of fact, speaking of bachelor. Oh, really? Yeah, he's another friend Do it. I, I like. Chris I'm going to ask him to give me, to, to like, I wanna, I'll want i be a PA on The Bachelor. Right. Man. And a shout out for Jillian Lester, by the way. She is a superstar, so if anybody knows anybody <laughs> that needs anybody, she's got a, uh, she's got herself her diploma and everything. We just got to get her a good gig. Oh, now. my God. So. All right. Well, can you... Can you leave us with one or two famous Paul Lester jokes? Well, <laughs> there's always a good one that I taught Jillian <laughs> when she was six years old. I told her, I go, do you ever know this limerick? In days of old when nights were bold and rubbers weren't invented, <laughs> they tied a sock around their cock and babies were prevented. And I swear to God, my daughter learned that when she was six years old. Don't arrest me. And she still remembers <laughs> No, my it. favorite is still the here I sit lonely hearted, paid a nickel and only farted. That is also a classic. <laughs> so it's little things like that that I taught my daughter. I'm very mature. And she has taught me a million things in my life. As I tell people nowadays, you know, when you're growing up, you tell your kids what to do and you give them suggestions and you tell them the way to do it now that jillian's older and i'm older i go to her and i ask her should i do this or shouldn't i do that so it's all turned around and she's a wonderful girl and i'm so happy that she's our daughter well thanks 
and uh, I love her podcast. I love all her friends, and I will listen forever. Do you have Thanks. a favorite episode? Wow, <laughs> I've listened to them all. I, or I, here, I, let well, me probably do. the first one when you did the guy from Cab. Yeah, which was pretty strong. It was pretty good. Yeah, but what about like out of like my friends or my guests that have been on? Do you have like a favorite guest I've had? I didn't hate TJ and Brian. I mean, and oh god, TJ and Brian. Brian was on the week before. Oh yeah, yeah, TJ and Michael. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like them all. I know. And then I gotta get, get TJ on again too. We're trying to plan it. Once in a while, you give me a shout out. You know. Dude, we'll always give you a shout out. I know. We gotta. Jk. We gotta have a Vive on. Javiv. We talk about a Vive so much. You know what Vive didn't think I was fully Jew. Because your last name. And I told him, I said, he was born Goldberg. Yeah, there you and go. And he goes, okay, well, what about your mom? I'm like, she was born Richmond. I'm like, those are two of the Jewish names yeah. ever. There you go. I'm like, I'm not, I'm real, man. We're real heaps up in this Jr. house. comes from a Buddy Lester, which was uh, Albert Goldberg family. Oh, my God. And dad, you know, of course, was an entertainer. I'm very glad that you guys changed the last name or it would have been really weird. Yeah, I am too, you know. For, for many that. reasons, and I'm sure when Sarah hears this, we'll know why it would have been so weird. Uh, well, anyway, everybody, if uh, it's been great talking to you all, and I hope that this makes the... And I don't end up on the cutting room floor. No, I think people have been waiting to have you on. Well, if there's any suggestions. How long are you here? When do you go back? Oh, I'm here till I'd say Labor Day. Okay, then we're going to have you on again. with Maybe I'll get like you and, I don't know, another guy in the crew on. Yeah, whoever you want. I'd be more than happy to share some of my uh, experiences in life. All right, well, thank you for sitting down with me. Thank you so much. You're the best. Love, love you. Love you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>